Hey, hey, you're listening to Don't Lie to Your Life Coach Podcast with Kim Arrington. I'm Kim Arrington. I'm a life coach, a weight loss coach, an author, and a badass passionate about helping you connect back to your most authentic self. Join me here each week so I can coach you on how to think all those juicy thoughts that get you feeling your absolute best and taking some big ass action. Coaching has changed my life and it can change your life too. I'm here to give you real life solutions to create a life you'll love. Because the truth is, boo, you ain't just got problems, you got options. Hey, hey, hey. If you are on YouTube listening to this, then you can see that I was too lazy to plug in my ring light. And if you're listening on a podcast provider, I'm looking at my hair right now, y'all. You're If you're listening to a podcast provider, then you know that I don't have my good mic plugged in. I just, I don't believe in the word lazy, y'all. I don't believe in the word lazy. I just didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> For now, when y'all say you're lazy, just, just own it. Say, Coach Kim taught me, I don't feel like doing it. It's totally allowed. Okay, I'm gonna pull out my hair one more second. I put no hair product in today because I hadn't planned on having doing a podcast. So anyway, I'm laughing because you can see my box. I'm gonna move my box over. But if you are listening to me and you can't see me, you cannot see these fabulous earrings I have on. They have this like zebra print and then this like, it's not gothic. I don't know what to say this is. It's like this like yellow Anyway, the earring designer does it. I think her name is Charisma Electric. I'm going to look it up um, before the end of the podcast because I want to give sis all the business I can. Anyway, I wasn't planning on doing a podcast, but I was walking in the woods today. And y'all, what I love about walking in the woods, you know, I live across the street from a nature preserve, is every single time I walk in the woods, it's a different experience. And the woods don't care. It don't care. It's different. But like, I have now been walking in the woods. Let's see, I did winter, did spring. Did s- I didn't really do summer. I feel like this has been, yeah, it has. I got it. So it's been winter and spring. And in the winter, I did not deal with any spider webs. And now the spider webs are everywhere. Literally, I cover my hair. And I take my forehead. This is why I got this big, beautiful, buxom forehead. You know, shout out to all the big forehead chicks. Rihanna, Sade, Tyra, Hallie. Listen, J-Lo, look at the forehead of your beautiful woman. It's probably beautiful and large like mine. Anyway, so I sometimes, I walk through the preserve. I know the first of anybody of the day. And I probably take out sometimes 30 spider webs. Sometimes I take a stick. I mean, I'm not freaked out by spiders or little, mainly I get the spider, not even the spider. It's like what the spider wanted to eat later. Um, But it just reminds me every single time I walk through the woods and I do this every day, I have a relationship with how it changes. I actually help to change the area. I change it. I literally change it. Okay. Now I'm looking at 
my dress is gonna be wonky it's okay I don't know why I'm trying to be so extra put together and cute for y'all I don't even do that okay anyway so today when I was walking in the woods I was thinking about that how the woods don't resist change but us little humans us humanoids us homo sapiens sapiens we resist all the change and I just talked to a friend yesterday and he is going through midlife. He's, he, I was like, are you 40 or 41? He's 40. And, and it was so great. All my friends get the benefit of being coached, unsolicited coaching. <laughs> Ask me how they like that. Actually, most of them really like it. But, uh, you know, I was telling him, I was like, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be over things. You're supposed to want to throw off all the roles that were given to you. You were supposed to want to say fuck off to your parents and who they thought you were supposed to be. Midlife is all about reclaiming yourself. What do you want? I was telling him how I asked myself everything about my sexuality. I asked myself every question. I'm still asking myself questions what my desires are, what I want, and being really aware that I I could disappoint people. And that for me is okay. Because to be authentically me is my goal here. Also, my goal is to help y'all do the same. Yeah, that part. That's part of my purpose, my mission. We'll talk about that in another episode for you to name yours or your themes. Anyway, um, and I was like, you need to come and walk in the woods with me. Because he needs to know the woods change. I don't even know how many times the woods change in 24 hours, thousands, millions, hundreds of thousands, three times. I don't know, but it brings me to this point, which is if you are feeling shit balls about your life, it could be because you are refusing to change your soul is calling to you. He was like, I have insomnia. I was like, of course you do. Your soul is trying to give you information. It's using your body to give you vital information. And you're saying, fuck off. But that's insomnia, which I struggled with for so much of my life. I no longer struggle with it. And I'm kind of obsessed with sleep in the idea of what it is. I'm going to do a whole episode on why we sleep after I finish that book. So anyway, um, If you're feeling not good, you're not allowing yourself newness. Okay, take that in. It's not because you're a jerk. You might be a jerk, but even if you're a jerk, I'm going to give you a little reprieve. It's probably because you're not allowing yourself newness and your soul is trying to rain newness down on you. That is the constant of life newness. What do you do? How do you move past that? The first thing you're going to do is identify if you're not feeling great about your life and there's no major event that happened, or maybe there's a bunch of events that happened, but time has passed. And you have cocooned. He was talking about, you know, cocooning himself in the house. And I said to him, you have to be willing to go against your instincts. Your instincts are telling you 
don't be around people. Your instincts are telling you to stay home, to save money. You're in, I didn't say that to him, but I read between the lines. Your instincts are telling you all these things. You have to be willing to go against them. Newness. If I don't go on a trip, I have three trips planned, DC, New York, Telluride, Colorado. If I don't go on a trip, I'm going, I'm going to have a fit. I need, you need the ability to see yourself in different ways. A new place offers that. A new place allows you, you can hear it's storm and I love storms, y'all. I storm in here. A new place allows you to figure out the basics. Where do I sleep? Where do I eat? Uh, Where do I go have fun? Where do I learn the new things? And DC is almost a second home for me. I live there in New York. I live there too. But it's so different than when I lived there. It's the forest. It's constantly changing. I literally looked up this place called It's a Wrap. When I used to go back there, I would go to It's a Wrap. I literally, I have a picture of my homie. He's eating It's a Wrap. He is biting the wrap. Looks of it. It's a Wrap's been closed for 15 years, y'all. <laughs> Your soul is trying to push you into a new experience of you or a more authentic experience of you. And you are, those are the brakes, y'all. Those are the brakes. You're putting on the brakes. These are the breaks. Okay. So, what do you do? Number one, you don't listen to your instincts. Did I say intuition? I did not. Well, what's the difference between instincts and intuition? Intuition is that quiet voice that's probably telling you, you need a change, you need something new. It's not a loud voice. It speaks to you in synchronicities. I want to say synchronicities because I'm hearing people say synchronicities. I need to see if you could actually say it that way. But it speaks to you in you saying, oh, I want to go to New York. And then you see all this New York stuff that also can be, what is it called? Your reticular activation system where you say something and you see it, it's probably always been in your environment. But hell, I'm woo, y'all. I'm going to say it's synchronicity, okay? You know I'm woo. I'm choosing the woo. I'm choosing spirit. So it's the woo, okay? Wu-Tang forever. Anyway, so the other thing is the idea of you allowing yourself to go into the newness and be a beginner, not feeling like there's a certain way you're supposed to behave, not feeling like part of what you're looking for is a more authentic, i.e. maybe even a new version of yourself. You don't know how you're going to do if you got to play, that was a 13 holes. How many ever holes of golf? (laughs) I'm taking tennis lessons right now. I'm actually pretty good, but uh, yeah. I had to be a beginner. Um, so allowing yourself to be a beginner in the newness, allowing yourself not to judge yourself in the newness. This is going to be its own category. 
Our brains are designed to keep us safe and safe ain't sexy. Safe is I eat tuna salad on Thursdays. Pizza night is on Fridays. I'm stepping on some of y'all's toes. Y'all got to shake it up and not judge yourself when you tried the new place and the food sucked. I should have just had pizza Fridays. No, you tried something new. And newness requires risk. And risk is the exhilaration you're going for. I suggest positive ones, (laughs) not ones that'll get you arrested. But that's the thing. When it doesn't work out the way you want or you don't feel comfortable, right? Let's just say you don't feel comfortable because we're all looking for this feeling of being comfortable. And comfortable is not what newness is about. You could feel really challenged in a new situation. Think about somebody who has loved you the right way and how challenged you felt because you're so attracted and used to the people who love you the wrong way. This person wants to see you, spend time with you, get to know you, wants to bring you over chicken noodle soup when you're sick, but it challenges you. So, I am not immune to this. I do something, and this is the biggest suggestion I can give you on this topic, which is when you are challenged in these particular ways that you decide to talk back to the voice that is your inner critic. By the way, your inner critic is not even your voice. It sounds like you but it's society. It's your culture. It could be your race. It could be your gender or your not gender. It could be uh, political bullshit. It could be your, it's for sure your primary caretakers. For some of us, that's our parents. It could have been your aunt, your uncle, grandma. It's all the people who were like, I got to keep you alive. And it becomes the voice of your subconscious mind and it becomes your great imprisoner. But here's what happens. Your subconscious mind does keep you alive sometimes. It does keep you from doing dumb shit. And you remember that. You know how like you clean out your closet and then you have the opportunity to use that one pink sweater that you gave away. Damn, I gave it away. That's what your subconscious mind does. It's the pink sweater. It's like, no, no, you did that unsafe thing and look what happened. You should have chosen the pink sweater. The pink sweater, you know, all the time, you know exactly what to wear with the pink sweater. I don't know why we're doing a pink sweater. Pink is probably my least favorite color, magenta rocks. But like, that's the thing. You have evidence of when newness hasn't worked and your brain, which is designed to keep you safe, will throw that up as a reason not to do newness. And that's why instincts, right? Instincts are the things, I remember learning this in school. The animal doesn't even think about it. The animal just does it. You are animals, my friend. So your instinct may tell you that's not safe. That is safe. Sometimes you will have to go against that. I do not recommend you not listening to the voice of intuition. Now, that's the thing that can actually keep you alive and also tell you the things that would bring about this newness. So y'all are committed 
to always saying there's something wrong with me. And my job as a life coach, I'm committed to telling you, no, you're all feeling this way in midlife because this is what it is. And two, your attack, your tactic is not getting you what you want. You are informed by your past hurts, your past traumas, and that inner child, those inner children of all ages who had those hurts and will do anything to keep that from happening. And sometimes that inner child walked in the new kid in a classroom and someone laughed at them or they slipped or they were the new kid who had to go up to the the board and they were scared or so you're letting those inner children run your show. And I tell my clients all the time, the way to break that is when you hear your instinct come back, talk to it and be like, I I don't think that's right. I think I should go to that party. I think I should try for that job where I don't have three of the qualifications. I tell people all the time, every job I apply for, I wasn't qualified for on paper and I still got it. I didn't get all my jobs, but I got a lot of them. So you'd have to talk back to that. That's your biggest skill. Now, when the talking back aloud doesn't work, you could journal. You could sit and say, what is coming up for me when I think about going to the solo trip to Bermuda? What is coming up for me? And then you can paper plan what you want to do. Maybe you need to find out where the closest hospital is. Maybe you need to research some things. I didn't say that newness doesn't mean you don't research. No, you could totally research. You can find the safe making places where the nearest grocery store is, where a park is that you could walk in and, you know, when it's the most occupied, so there are other people around. You can paper plan, you can paper plan and answer some of those anxieties that are coming up. Okay. And the third one, which could actually supersede the first and the second one, is talking to a coach or a therapist and having them help look at your brain. You all both are looking at your brain together and they call bullshit because they don't have the same subconscious conditioning in the same way that you do. Maybe they've been through something, but they handled it the exact opposite. That's another thing to look at. Look at this. Fourth tactic. Imagine what the opposite of your opinion would be. Oh, no, I don't ever go on solo trips. But then you begin to allow yourself to imagine what it would be like to go on a solo trip. And you play that out. And then you talk to your friends about it. And your friend is like, I just went to a sol- on a solo trip to St. Croix. And it was life-changing. By the way, solo trips are life-changing. Just be smart. Paper plan. <laughs> Have a home. If a homie is in the town, it's even extra better. Or, you know, travel groups or all that. So that's the other fifth thing. The fifth thing is you can take a version of your newness and put it in a more digestible way. I just... I just did it with that. So instead of going solo, I travel with a travel group, but I'm in my own room and I do an excursion by myself in the city where I feel comfortable. 
Um, so you can do a version of your new thing. It doesn't have to be balls to the wall. It could actually be a flavor of the newness. Okay. Here's what I want y'all to remember the most. Here is the piece de resistance. This is the thing. If you're feeling shitty, I cannot express to you how one little new tweak can change you. I'm going to tell you a story. So I did this running group about five years ago, Running Start. Y'all, I was 60 pounds heavier. I, it was a rough terrain. It was hard. I met a woman there. I put on Facebook about my tennis. She reaches out to me. We go and meet to go to the tennis court. Now, this is so funny because for in school, like I went to tennis camp in the 80s, y'all. God knows. Okay, I should find the picture and put it with this episode. Anyway, so we go to the court. I don't see her at, at first. And I this is my newness because I'm meeting someone to play tennis. When have I done that in modern history? So I start feeling that little cagey thing and I send her a message and I'm like, oh, if you're not here in 15 minutes, I'll leave. Like I'm like a you know college professor. <laughs> Sign the role. And I hear her call. She's like, Kim. And she's playing with these folks. And before I know it, we're in a doubles game. These guys are helping us with our games. They're being encouraging. They're so fun. And we had this whole doubles experience, this whole community, these people that I like, it was such a beautiful little Durham moment for me um, because it, it was what I didn't expect. And it came from my newness of being with my friend playing tennis. We're playing a new sport, right? And we played the game and then we played a short game. That means basically you're close to the net, you're hitting the ball. And I went to my next lesson with that confidence. Confidence comes from not getting the newness right, because remember the really to get the newness right is just to do it, just to try it, to experience. But confidence actually comes from just doing it. And then it transfers to the other areas of your life. Maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try that. You hear somebody else, they do something. You think it's cool. You want to try this? You want to try that? So what do we say? Spice is the variety of life. Wait, is it spice the variety of life? Or life is the, oh yeah, spice is the variety of life. So next time you're feeling like in a shit basket, ask yourself, what do you want to do? What do you want to try? Create a little new list of, you know, some people call it bucket list, desire list, create a little list of things you want. I keep on my phone a want list. And part of that is things I want to do. Okay. All right, y'all. Have a good day. I'm so glad I dropped in to drop in this newness debate. Like, Y'all, it's life-changing. Have a good day. Are you feeling what you just heard? Good, good. Repeat after me. You don't have to figure it out on your own again anymore. I'm here to help. Head over to KimArrington.com and download my free video series dedicated to getting you feeling your best right now. 
Look around. There's some good stuff waiting on you. Got questions? Well, we're always talking on the socials. So find me on YouTube, Insta, and the book. Don't be shy, y'all. Go listen to another episode or join me here the same time next week. Finally, don't keep good shit to yourself. Share this with a homie that could use some help, too. Remember, we're not lying to ourselves anymore. We're not lying to our doctors. And you damn sure don't lie to your life coach. 